Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I am ready. Okay. And I am out the door. Very good. That's a good song. It's a very good song, though. Do you know what it's called? Could you recommend it to the people? It's called Out the Door. Is it? And that's not a joke. I'm not being sarky. Play a little bit of it. So we have a kind of dancey playlist that we, um, well, that you create, really. I'm not a dancey music person, although I really like I'm, dance music. I, I am don't, getting you more into it than you were. I don't listen to it like generally off unless the off the cuff you only yeah. listen to it when we're dancing and i don't know what anything's called in no. dance music or anything but you put together very good dancey playlists oh, thanks. they're really good thank you yeah yeah i should put one on on making the cup well, you should put it on spotify and allow people access to it we share it with them we could call it the making the cup dance playlist or something. oh that's a good idea and then people could just search for it and, and download it Oh, wow. Shall I, I could duplicate it or add bangers 23 and, and 23.5. 23 yeah. Yeah. So we've got a playlist called Bangers 23, obviously for 2023. But uh, we've got bored with it because we've listened to it a lot. So much. Not that it's boring, um, but you've now... But we need to come back to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, yeah. Need you need to leave it, it for a to bit. come back. Um, I put it on in the studio a lot for people and he'll go, God, these songs are good. Oh, great. Um, and then you're doing one called Bangers 23.5 yes. halfway through the year. And that's to see us through till Christmas. Really. Yes. You're going to love it, folks. But this particular song okay, is called... Okay, ready? Yeah. Out the Door. It's by Hot Since 82. Hot Since 82? Yeah. And ready? I am ready. And I am out the, the door. door. It's a good enough. <laughs> but uh, I go, I go. Oh. Is... Hang on. This song, ladies and gents, is You love so... this one, don't you? When you first hear it, you think... What As on... a child what? made this song. What? And then you kind of go... What is the oh, point of this song? Like, but you have to have it loud. Headphones on or very loud in a room somewhere with some people in it as well, because... You ready? Yeah, go on, Mike. You, you... Just explain a bit more. I mean, you need what you need to do is you do need to have it very loud and you need to have um, either headphones on... To really get the kind yeah. of madness of it, it will not translate brilliantly. Yeah, and maybe it's slightly dark. Do you want me to play the end lines. of the song? Yeah, just bang it on in the middle somewhere. Middle, I think, okay. Uh, it... <laughs> it just goes mad, doesn't it? That... Wow! Hang on. It's oh here. Oh God, I like it. Like, but it's, what I love about it is you're just thinking, where's it going? What's it doing? I like tracks that yeah. kind of slightly confuse me because yeah. you never get bored of them. Yeah, yeah. And, and what I really like, because I think a really good pop song is mm -hmm. one that, that's why I love Harry Styles. Mm -hmm. You always hear something different. Yes. It's forever changing. Mm -hmm. It isn't just verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, yeah. bridge verse, chorus, yeah. end. It's... It's complex. So this was by Peggy Goo and DJ Coes. Yeah. And the thing I like about it is that when you listen to it, it's really complex and very odd. 
But it's, it sounds a but bit... But it takes you on a journey. Ch- childish to start with. My kids, me and my kids were listening to it up the mountain the other night when we were in France and Grant was sending his lasers onto the mountains. There was alcohol involved. There was alcohol involved, yeah. So I think we it sounds even better when you... Although, when you're a bit I merry. don't drink alcohol. No. And I love you it. You can see it. But I by the end it, of the song, you know. they both were like, you got to put that on again. I don't, I don't understand what I've just listened to. It's fucking mad as anything. I've never heard a song like that. And I generally like kind of indie rock. You know what I like? I, yeah, the Arctic yeah. Monkeys and all that stuff. But I was blown away by... Oh, good. I don't well, know how really you please. make a song like that. Just no, I mean, where does mad. that... You've got to be very free. Anyway. Yeah, it's very uh, good. I would like to... Um, I'm going to start off, mm-hmm. in fact, with um, a bakery. Oh, yeah, let's start off with those So while we're on the food tip. I wonder whether we recommended these before or not, but these are a Polish... I think we may have. The Polish I don't know if we have. version of Frazzles. So, you remember Frazzles, they're are made they by Polish? Walkers. I think they are Polish, because I think they're from the Polish section in um, in Sainsbury's. Mm. But they're big, like, frazzly bacon crisps. They're bacon-flavoured. Mm. They're made of corn, I'm assuming. I'm not sure there's any potato involved. But mm. all the ingredients and everything look like they're in Polish to me. Yeah, it's Polish. Wow. They're so good. And I just they wanted to eat one before. so we... good. I've had to... Um, mm-hmm. I've had to put them away because mm. I had so many. Mm. You've, You've eaten got to be one, careful. Michael. But I am on a diet. I am on a diet. I'm trying not to eat anything now eat, for the I've rest been, of the night. I've been terrible since dinner. I've Have eaten you? like ten toffees and like an entire bag of those. I'm, I'm not fat, but I've got excess fat that I would fat. like to get rid of. You're not fat. And I'm 50 and it's hard to get rid of it. it I decided is. I'm going like... 1,200 calories a day for the next two weeks. Oh, well, it's not gone well tonight. With the it's gone well today, though. I had lamb chops today and broccoli. That's all I had for my oh, lunch. And I haven't okay. eaten a single thing until dinner. And we've okay. had like a tuna nissoir. you've done very well. You've done very well. I've done quite well, I'm haven't well I? have not done for the nissoirs. You like that? I stuck yes, well the for you there. She tells me off sometimes if I call it tuna nissoir. Well, that's because there's an E on the end, mm-hmm. which means that you pronounce yeah. it Z. Yeah, you know, and I don't know. So I'm very happy but to. But I don't tell you off. It's just like, I'm like, would you like to pronounce it correctly? Yes, and okay. I'd like you, you to you do it. to think that I'm a good person and I would do oh, the right thing. God, you're so cute. <laughs> anyway, tuna nissoirs, we had we had a couple of boiled eggs in there, so I had lots of protein and very few carbs. Yes, very few. Other than that, few of those bacon crisps. And the garlic croutons. Uh, so if anyone else wants to join me on the old uh, diet, I'm going to weigh myself tonight and have a little look. Okay, now weigh, myself no, wait, for the wait, next two weigh weeks yourself in the happens. morning. Yeah, okay. Isn't it funny how you do lose weight overnight? You lose weight overnight. It's just sweat, do you think? I've got no idea. Like your soul maybe leaves like you, you, you and comes back at You lose like lunchtime. two pounds sometimes. You lose about two it's pounds. Lot. It's not like you've... Gone anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Where's it all gone? Where's Don't the two know. pounds gone Don't in know. the night? Don't know. I love that idea. You remember that film 21 Grams where when you die, you become 21 grams lighter. Did you know that? No. Did you not know that? No. It's a really good film with Benicio Del Toro. And, um, Is it about drugs? No, it's about a heart transplant for oh. a husband. Have you seen 21 grams? I think, um, I think we've talked about this before. But anyway, it, it it goes on to explain that the reason the film's called 21 grams mm. is her husband dies at the beginning of the film. And when you die, you become 21 grams lighter. And there's no explanation for that. I did that. not know that. That's really it's good, weird. isn't it? The soul weighs 21 grams. Oh. I don't know if that's true or not. I just made that up. Yeah, but it would make complete 
complete sense. Would make it? sense, wouldn't it? Like when they opened the window of your dad's bedroom and yeah, they let him out. That was the nicest thing. It's Twenty-one grams going out the window. Have I told everybody that? I think you did tell people yeah. that, and it was when a very beautiful yeah, thing that the ladies did at the at the home. Uh, anyway, ladies and gents, so I'm quickly going to tell you about this bakery because I, I really want to talk about it. Yeah. It's called. Um, it was a recommendation again from mm-hmm. Tim Spector. Um, and he told me about go. because Here I said go. I like sourdough and uh-huh. I like seeded sourdough. Yes. And he said that there is an amazing bakery called the Burtonette Bakery. Mm-hmm. But what they do, instead of being like a bakery on the corner of a road that makes artisan loaves, yes. um, they make them en masse. Mm-hmm. So their mission was to bring artisan bread yeah. to the masses. Okay. But at a very affordable price. Okay. So I would say it is the same price range as any other loaf of bread that you're going to find. Mm-hmm. But it is a cut above the rest. It's all, I think it's all sourdough. And it's made properly. It's award winning. It's won three taste awards. Um, they've got sliced sourdough. They've got sourdough loaves. Oh my God, it looks so good. They've got seeded, they've got every type of sourdough you could possibly imagine. Bloomers, they've got everything. Nice. And they sell at Amazon Fresh. Um, oh, do they? they sell at Waitrose and they sell on Ocado and numerous other places. But go to their website, BurtonetteBakery.com, spelt as you would think. Um, I do like Amazon Fresh. This, this bread, bread there, yeah. is really nice. And good for us. Uh, I had a little bit of this when we were uh, with Tim. It was lovely, wasn't it? It was very nice, yeah. Mm. Very good Mm. recommendation. Mm. But my first recommendation is Instagram account. I wanted to talk about this for a while. Um, But I I follow Morgana Robinson on Mm. Instagram. Mm. She's a good friend of ours and she's a client of mine and all that. And she posts some quite funny things. She's, I guess she's a character actress specialises in comedy she's but is a brilliant drifting into drama. She's brilliant, absolutely she? yeah. brilliant so go and follow her Morgana Robinson and uh, she posted this thing called Dinner with John and I, I'm always intrigued by anything she posts so I yeah, clicked on it yeah she's got good taste yeah she's got good she? taste and mm. I couldn't work out whether she posted it because it was going to be funny or serious or mm. charitable or something like that anyway it was a very sweet gentle post about a man cooking and you go for dinner with John and he basically the start of the, the thing is, hi, thanks for... He says, hi, thanks for coming over for dinner. Um, let's cook something. And then he kind of cooks something and then he has a little pretend conversation with you and he says, so what's been going on with your day today? And he goes, well, that's lovely. Because uh, then... I, I likened him to your other favourite person. Who's that? Um, Bob... Bob Ross. Ross. Yeah, Thank he had the God AMSR thing, right? Yes. He's got a nice, so he's nice got, voice. But the way he just wants to talk to you. So, mm. how's it going? You know, yeah. while he's painting. Yeah, yes, of course. Let's know. put a little tree in. I don't yeah, know. Yes. What do you think about that? Yeah. Would you like to? And that's exactly what John yeah. does. And it's an interesting swing that seems to be going on on Instagram since Francis Bourgeois came along, I think, which is that... Their memes are quite sophisticated, I think, a lot of them, and they're quite also quite aggressive and quite challenging. You've got to work out what the picture is and, and then what the things are. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. Mm. It's also a bit aggressive, aren't yeah, they, some of yeah. them? And a bit attacky. Yeah. And I don't mind that because I, I realise it's a joke and the intent is to make you laugh, and it often yeah. does. And sometimes they are super clever, right? But, go yeah, them. yeah, some yeah. of them are great, aren't they? So I do love a, a good meme. Yeah. But also, there's this flip side to Instagram that seems to be happening where people are launching accounts that just seem to be generally nice. And there's a sense of relief about that when you come across a, an Instagram account that's just being kind and mm-hmm. nice and, mm-hmm. and decent. And you think, oh, well, maybe this person's a bit lonely and that's why he's doing it, try and connect with people. And you think, great, 
good for you. Like you're having a go at making a connection in the world. Or maybe he's thinking about other lonely people and think, well, maybe there's lonely people out there and maybe I could just be a little highlight of their day, you know, and I would do this little... Whatever the reason is, Dinner with John has oh come God, along. it's absolutely it's delightful. What do you he is so... So, lovely. very weirdly, it's lovely. just come up. My, my next, my first post has just come up. Po- so it post says, one. my favourite meal from the cookbook. So he has a cookbook. It's called yeah. Chicken Tikka Naan Pizza. Fuck, that sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> so I'm going to put, I'm going to put, I'm going to play it now. So let me just uh, do that. Hi, I'm John. What's coming up with for dinner? Gonna do my favourite meal from the cookbook? Chicken tikka naan pizza? So, let's get started. First up, let's chop the pepper. His chopping technique. Yeah, with chicken in the oven. What's been the highlight of your day? Oh. That sounds great. Me? I got Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, you let it rest so well. I am very pleased. I've done garlic paste, some curry powder. I mix that all into the passata. Mm. Bringing together two of my favourite foods, curry and pizza. It's amazing. Now to pop on the passata. Yeah, get the passata. Now spread it all out. Now for the chicken. And some peppers. Now to sprinkle on some mozzarella. And into the oven. Oh, looks and smells amazing. Oh, my God. Let's go sit down. Thanks for coming over. It's great to see you again. Now let's get slicing. And now for the taste test. A solid 12 out of 10. 12 out of 10. 12 out of 10. He never does that. Thanks, oh. uh, John. Um, so, Can I say something yeah, about course, John? Yeah, of course, of course. Because John did a really, really nice post the other day mm-hmm. and he said, I don't normally kind of post about myself and personal yes. stuff, but um, I just wanted to let you know about a month ago I stopped drinking. I think I've been drinking too much and I've just picked up my month sober AA chip and he showed everybody. Mm. And I found that so yeah, me too. touching mm. and brilliant. Firstly, that... You know, it is important to celebrate these yeah. milestones when you make them because there is nothing, it's nothing short of miraculous to get a month sober when you've been drinking a lot. Yeah, if you're and, on it, yeah. yeah. And um, it's such a massive achievement mm. and I'm so pleased he shared it with us. Like, it was so nice to be able to celebrate. He has got uh, 35,000 followers on Instagram. Mm. He has got 350,000 on TikTok. Looks mm. like he's from Gloucester. Uh, it looks like he's got a website called dinnerwithjohn.com and he seems like he is a professional cook. If he's got a cookbook, he obviously makes a living from cooking. But um, he seems like a really lovely lovely Mm. human being and some of the recipes are very simple and straightforward Mm. but really look really delicious Mm. and i love the way he marks them each night and he goes a solid eight out of ten there or he'll go solid ten out of ten but obviously today was a 12 out of ten john i really want to eat some of that pizza that's recovery for you Um, you start liking yourself a whole lot more oh really that's hard on yourself yeah um can i quickly also just say Mm -hmm. that there is something incredibly warming um uh, you know, if I am on my own and I've been on my own all day and I watch one of his mm. recordings and he goes, what's been the highlight of your yeah. day? And I'll say, I will speak to yeah, the Yeah, me too. Go and then he'll go, oh, that's great. I'm mm. really pleased. I got it. And then I go, oh, like I yeah. am having a conversation with <laughs> yes, him. And yes. it is quite comforting. It really weirdly. is. I'm going to put my mum on too because I think she'll love it. Oh, I love it today must. when he said... The highlight of my days, I got Taylor Swift tickets. Yay! <laughs> so thanks, John, for gifting us with your talents and uh, your broadcasting skill. Um, it, you're an absolute delight to watch. Everybody should uh, really go and follow Dinner with John, and let's get him up to at least fifty thousand if we can, um, and uh, and keep him thundering on through. So that is my recommendation on Instagram, Dinner with John. Christian Stevenson. 
is a guy that I met working at MTV and we went out to, was it Utah? I think it was Utah mm -hmm. to go snowboarding with mm -hmm. Jimmy Bloody hell. To film That's a, bit a video. Trippy. And he was teaching me how to snowboard. Mm -hmm. He was a snowboard instructor. The DJ BBQ was. Yeah, and okay. he had really long hair, waist long hair. Wow, okay. Christian. Mm -hmm. And he was the nicest guy. You know, like, he reminds me of Grant, okay. your brother. My brother. Like, yeah. so easy going, yeah, yeah. No always smiling, mm -hmm. nothing a problem, no, like, no, you idiot, mm -hmm. stop falling over. Like, just so. I really struggled with snowboarding and he was so patient and Great. kind. Yeah. And um really funny. Anyway, Christian, I don't you know, I don't see Christian for 10 yeah. 15 years later. And then all of a sudden, I see this guy on Instagram called DJ BBQ. I'm thinking, who is this he follows guy? He's me as well. And yeah. he is like he's turned into an barbecue. epic barbecue man. Yeah, it's bloody good as a He's account. really yeah. good. Yeah. So DJ BBQ is mm -hmm. an Instagram account. Mm -hmm. He's brilliant. Christian Stevenson, he's so lovely. But he sent me a book ages ago and it's been in this room and we yeah, haven't for been ages, in this yeah. room yeah, for, a while. for so long. And I feel terribly remiss that I haven't that I haven't talked about it, but it's DJ BBQ's Backyard Baking. And he sent it to me and it's just got whiskey tea camp creme caramel. Um, steampunks, like it, all the language in it, smoked potato buns, the bread of Beelzebub. It's it's really funny. It's kind of yeah. surfy, sort of snowboardy type ter term uh, ter terminology. Terminology. Thank you. It's a pleasure. I was about to say Terminator, and they've got pictures of their kids in here. Duck fat for catcher. Shut the front fucking door. Fuck, that's going to um, be nice, isn't it? In it, they've got all kinds of um, tracks that you should listen to that they love because I, I've got a feeling he was also a DJ. So all of these tracks here, it's like uh, the baking okay. mix, yeah, yeah. records that you can listen to while, while you're, you're baking. Yeah. Anyway, if you know anybody that likes baking or you like well, baking yourself, it's an amazing gift, I think. And it's mainly barbecuing, presumably, it's, is it? it's or is it a bit of everything? It's barbecuing and baking, but it's lots of kind of bread... Like pies, puddings, stuff like that. Scotch eggs. Ooh, sort scotch of, egg, yeah. Yeah, but it's got a bit of everything. Charcoal ice cream, it's got chicken, steaks. I, I would mean, definitely say, baking, if we I didn't own that book, you could have bought me that oh, as a gift. And totally, I would have been delighted you'd have bloody loved it. it. Yeah. And I mean, they look like a right laugh. Yeah, they do, don't, don't they? they? Yeah, little reprobates. Yeah. yeah. We love a reprobate. We do, don't we? They're yeah. Um, so anyway, Chris, thank you for sending me this. And I absolutely love it. And we're going to crack some barbecuing out yes now um you and me you're the barbecue king i do i love cooking outdoors it's mm. great now you mentioned a word when you were talking about that book. i did you said the word terminator i did and i've just watched the arnold schwarzenegger documentary oh wow Netflix. that was such a smooth do you like that oh my god as soon as you said transition. terminator i thought i know what i'm going to talk about next oh that Stole was it. that was sexy well, like the one show um <laughs> drifting from barbecuing to arnold schwarzenegger in one fell swoop um so, yes, I, I've been recommended this from a few people, some good friends of mine. Simon Izzard had sent me a little message about it along with other people. And I thought, yeah, I'll get around to it. I don't know how interested I am in Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not massively interested in bodybuilding. Have you watched... I, I never thought he was a great Pumping actor Iron. or anything. No, I haven't seen Pumping I've, Iron. Pumping Iron's amazing. I, I remember you, you mentioned that. And then, of course, I didn't know a lot about his political career. I knew he became the governor of California, but I didn't really realise the scale of that job or anything mm. like that. And... Um, 
I don't know if you saw Arnold Schwarzenegger did a kind of speech from his office to the yes. people of Russia. Oh, yes. About the, yes. the, the war there. I remember there. that. And I thought, bloody hell, it was quite an impressive and quite a brave thing to do, you know. And well done for putting himself out there and all that. Anyway, I thought, I've nothing to do. I'll watch it. Three episodes. They're an hour long each. First one's called The Body, I think. Or it might be called Muscle or something like and that. And that's about all his bodybuilding career. Second one's called The Actor. Wow. And the final episode's called The American. I mean, he has had three lives, hasn't he? Like, Fuck. totally different. And hugely successful and lives. every single one was yeah. hugely successful. So, the first episode, you get a lot about his background, and he's where he was, grew up as a kid, and what his parents were like. Sounds like quite a tough, yes, tough upbringing tough. and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Austria was a very strange place back then as well, um, after the war. Um, and then, of course, his desire to to get really fit and they used to work out in the woods and all that kind of stuff what's amazing is just how much muscle he manages to generate living in a forest essentially Mm. not near a gym particularly Mm. and just having some basic weights to play around with obviously not having access to protein powders and all sorts of stuff tree trunks and things like that yeah totally that's when you think there's all these people going to these sophisticated gym classes and that you think oh you can get a body like that just by lifting heavy bits of wood around mm. you know but it's quite funny but his parents are a little bit like why are you hanging around with all these topless men like the fuck is going on with you boy you know anyway he just obviously loves bodybuilding in the same way that I love probably breakdancing and so on and so forth so it's quite interesting anyway he obviously goes on and becomes this is not a spoiler because you all know he becomes Mr Olympia and Mr Bodybuilding Mr Universe and he wins all those titles hands down you know that the really interesting bit when he decides to become an actor, you know, because he thinks, well, I've done all this now. I've won all, all these awards. It's obviously quite business savvy. He buys lots of real estate and starts to make quite a bit of money and, and all that kind of jazz. And you get to know a little bit about that. But there's this great bit where he finally meets James Cameron at a meet at a party somewhere or at a gathering or something, you know, and he speaks to me. He says, I really want to become an actor. And James Cameron says, well, what would be your acting method? And he said, oh, well, he said, there isn't one. I don't actually want to be an actor. I want to be a movie star. James Cameron's like, oh, okay. It's a slightly different thing, you know. <laughs> um, but it is a different thing, isn't it? You, f- mm-hmm. you forget there's like all this subtle nuance around acting. Mm. But what's interesting is someone says to him, you're just too big. He said, you want to know who the three biggest actors are at the moment? Dustin Hoffman, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. The tiny, little, skinny, angry men. Like, look at the size of you. Like, who's going to employ you? Who's going to put you in a movie, you know? And it's just like, oh, God, yeah, so... All the odds are stacked against him for a billion different reasons, you know. And his first movie was Conan, wasn't it? The Barbarian. Yes, I think he did some other bit parts and some other movies that didn't do very well. He was the well. lead in Conan, but it didn't mm. do that well, but he was quite impressive Yeah, people were, were like, pretty, pretty impressed with him. Mm. And then he did a lot of other things that just didn't work either. And then James Cameron eventually says, I want you to for a part of the Terminator, but it isn't the Terminator. And that's what's quite interesting about it. I'm trying, I won't put any more, more um, spoilers in there, but um, needless to say, it's it's... A really, really good, in-depth and very honest look at his life. And there might be a few of you out there listening going, well, yeah, does he talk about the affair he had? And it does. And it is heartbreaking, it actually. It is heartbreaking, yeah. isn't it? And I mean, I followed that Did you? in the press. Yeah. Um, and, you know, his him and his wife were tight, I think. It yeah, was they just were a very stupid tight. Yeah. And, um, mistake. You know, he talks... I mean, I think because he's got a type of grasp on the English language. He uses it in a very blunt way. So mm. you get a real open book version of what mm. happened. It's not being disguised at mm. all with little phrases and stuff. It. 
But it's a really good watch. And then the, the American bit, which is basically he, he decides that America gave him his life and he wants to give America back. So he mm. runs for the governor of California. And a whole bunch of things have to happen in order for him to win that. And loads of things drop into place. But it's a really good bit of jeopardy because you don't know if he's going to run or not going to run and, and how he's going to go about it. His wife doesn't want him to. You know, it's all that very... Yeah, yeah. Because she's a Kennedy, right? Yes, I know. So, but I mean, that, that's really interesting. I thought like, because she's a Kennedy, that would be firing... Yeah. She just Fine. thinks that politics has ruined her entire family. Yeah, you know, she wants to get as far is, away yeah. as possible from it. Anyway, he's just—it's just a fascinating look at mm. one man's life and what's possible if I don't know. You know, if you've got the balls to walk mm. head on into it, what what kind of life you could have? Mm. I think the other thing that's quite interesting—he's seventy-five in it, and he's pretty kind of sad about that—that that his life's coming gone. to an end yeah. you know because yeah. he's Not really gone, you get the feeling he's really enjoyed it mm. you know and uh, I, I guess I'm uh, I can uh, relate to that a little bit because I've just turned 50 and I can feel did you see that did you see the picture I sent you of um Kevin um god what is wrong with my memory today mm. Kevin Bacon I didn't see wife. it but I did see you sent me. I sent you a picture yeah. of Kevin Bacon and his wife on Instagram and it says walking into 65 like wow and he looks I him think... and his wife yeah. look so fucking great yeah they do don't and they? I was like these two yeah. are yours and my poster couple okay yeah. everything is going to be all right yeah because they exist yeah oh great because I was like oh then the next 10 years are going to mm. be fucking epic if I look like that at 65. Did you ever see, I think it was called I Like Dick? <laughs> what is that? I'm just going <laughs> to Google uh, this. Don't Google that. Don't, <laughs> don't Google that. <laughs> um, so I oh Like God. Dick. Let me just no, find it. Saying. I Like Oh my God. Dick. God, it's no, not, it's not that. Don't it's not don't cold. keep looking. Uh, okay, I'm going to put in I here, like Kevin. Cock. It might be cock. No, <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> um, one way they forty days. Stay with me, people, because I watched this. I love Dick. It's called. Okay. Is that worse than I like Dick? No, it's better. I think. Okay, so it's 2016 to 2017. Oh. I love her. Yeah, so I won't unmute it, but it's name? Kevin Bacon, Catherine Hahn, who Catherine is in Hahn, Parks and Recreation and a whole bunch of other her. things. So it's adapted from a, a lauded feminist novel, I Love Dick, is set in a colourful academic community in Marfa, Texas. It's the story of a struggling this. married couple, Chris and Silver, and their obsession with a charismatic, charismatic professor called Dick, and that's played by Kevin Bacon. Um, I've seen this. You've seen the series? I've seen, uh, yes. Have you? Yes. I watched it. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Well, I was on it's a press... It's quite slow moving. It is quite slow moving. But, but it's really good. Kevin Bacon he's is... so he, hot in it. He's so hot he's in so it. He's so hot. And he must be 60. What was he's it? He's got to be six, five years ago. Yeah, maybe 59, 60 in it. But I remember thinking... Bloody wow. But I was on a press trip somewhere and this girl came up to me and said, have you seen I Love Dick? And I was like, no. And she went... You look like Kevin Bacon. You do look like a bit like Kevin Bacon. So I had to watch it, obviously, and I was like, 
Well, he's 60, but... But she obviously fancied you if she's saying that. Because yeah, it was probably. He was you know, hot fairly, as anything in that. Standard. Now, it's got 6.3 on here, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I well, I enjoyed all it. Episodes, uh, I absolutely enjoyed it. I, I love Catherine, Catherine Isham. Yeah, no, oh my God. He looks so good. I think he's, um, he must have had a facelift or something. I, I have also just got to say to you yeah. that I'd that poor man, yeah. he had such a tough time. Who? In the collapse of oh, Matt, the Bernie Madoff, the you know, Bernie yeah. Madoff um, whole pyramid yeah. scandal, mm-hmm. that he, he lost everything yeah. in that, and he had to start again. Can mm. you imagine? And he's—he seems like such a happy, yeah. sorted man. I mean, we've drifted slightly off piece here, but I'm going to mention one more thing about Kevin Bacon. Yes, go is on, that, I like um, it. Do you know there's this YouTube account with, um, I think it's Daryl Hall, or, uh, and, and they play yes. music in Daryl Hall's barn. They've yes. got a band together. What's it called? It's called like Hall and Oates, the barn of Hall and Oates or something like that. Yeah, have a quick look. look. So basically, there's um, Daryl Hall who sang lots of very fancy songs with uh, John Oates. With John Oates? Uh, John Oates sounds like a porn star's name or something. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Daryl Hall and John Oates, it must be. Oates. Um, Live from Daryl's house, I think it's called. Live from Daryl's house, that's it. Um, But um, somebody had put me on to, there's a a brilliant Paul Weller song that I love called Above the Clouds, and it's off his first album called Paul Weller. And it's a really good song, and I always assume nobody's ever heard of it. If you're interested, go and have a little listen to that song. Um, But there is um, Live from Daryl's house with the Bacon Brothers. No! A cover of Paul Weller's Above the Clouds. What? And it is so good. Really? So what's that one there? You never hear Americans covering Paul Weller songs. No! The two Bacon brothers are here. Is that one of them? I don't, I, I don't. I think it's these two on guitars here. I think these two are the Bacon brothers. That's R- Richard Bacon. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin Bacon. Anyway, um, if anybody's interested, have a listen to that. It's so rare you hear a Paul Weller cover because so few people but know also, about them. But also, can I so just good. highly, highly recommend that you listen to loads of them because yeah. they are extraordinary. And one of my um, favourites that I ever saw was with um, Chromio. Oh, okay, yeah. Who does all the Vokoda stuff. And, oh my God, that was amazing. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. I want to recommend yep. another Instagram account. Mm-hmm. This woman, I'm not sure how into this you're going to be, but um, it's for all the ladies out there that are in their 40s, well, Jesus, I mean, 30s, 40s, 50s. This woman is a style icon. Okay. And she accidentally became a TikTok sensation by posting her outfits. She's 51 now. Mm -hmm. She's called Larissa Mills. Mm -hmm. No one kind of knew who she was. She's got 227,000 followers on Instagram. And she just posts little videos of her getting ready in all these different outfits, and she makes it all look so easy and effortless but she she's actually just really really good at like just well just (laughs) i think she's just really stylish but she made it into the papers she's now advertising for anthropology she's advertising for all different kind of fashion brands because she but i i love that because she's 51 Mm -hmm. and she's just done it by being stylish yeah Um, and it's something that if you're not naturally stylish you're Mm. you're always saying to me oh you're un um you you can't put me into a kind of genre yeah yeah you're genreless Uh, i'm genreless Uh but it does mean that some days i i go quite wacky and weird this Mm -hmm. woman she just hits the beat every single outfit she is so classy she's from beverly massachusetts Mm -hmm. and she's got yeah deal with gap as well but look at her just and the way she stands and everything, yeah. she's just oh, really wow, yeah, cool. Nice. She wears nice glasses. She just looks great. That's her daughter. <laughs> she doesn't try and look too young. Yeah, yeah. She unlike yeah, yeah. me. I know what you mean. She looks great. She just she's just Got really it. stylish. So if you want to follow kind of uh, mm-hmm. somebody who's quite helpful, you might think because you follow pop stars yeah, in yeah. terms of copying For style. And stuff like that. I don't yes. I don't follow any female pop stars because generally they just dress too wacky. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I would follow women mm-hmm. and I there's one Lou in Luland. Mm-hmm. I follow her for yeah, wackiness because yeah. she's, cool, yeah. she's so inspiring. Yeah. She's like she inspires me to wear whatever I want mm-hmm. whenever I want. But Larissa Mills is a class act and Great. um I I love what she wears and I love the fact that at 51 She's got this enormous following. Yeah, online. yeah, it is. You very know, good. she's smashing it. Um, I've got an Instagram account. Oh, go on. Um, I don't know where I stumbled across her, but I just thought I, I did. It was in my for you section. She's called Tanya Baker. Yeah. She sounds like a celebrity or something, is it? Yeah. Tanya Baker was on TV yeah. last night. Yes. She is an estate agent. Um, I know. <laughs> Oh. I just love it. Because yeah. oh, you just said it's Tanya Baker. She's on Instagram. But what's so great about Instagram is she could literally be anyone. Yeah. We've had John the Cook. We've had Larissa the fashion icon. Mm. So she says, not your usual state, estate agent. Uh, her page is very reminiscent of MTV Cribs. So she takes people round the houses that she's selling and puts them on Instagram as reels. And... Um, they're really bloody good, basically. Is it English or American? Yeah, yeah, no, it's totally English. And oh, she's... my God. So she gets permission from people and that's how she sells houses? Yeah, so I assume... Shut the front door. Whoever she, she works houses, for, like... she sells houses, but she might as well put them on Instagram to drum up some business how for How many them. followers? Only 14,000, so she's a newbie. So that's why I thought, oh, great, and I found someone Are they massive houses? No, not really. Are they architectural so, digest? No, no, let's have a look. 
Let's have a look at this one. Today I'm in Nunhead, and this is a place with a stunning kitchen diner <gasps> at the rear of the home. Look at this. Oh, wow. If you like to entertain, this is a perfect house for you. I love the exposed beams, and I love the flow out to the garden. Wow. The fact that there's a pizza oven in this garden tells me that this is the perfect place to cook up a homemade margarita. It's really nice, isn't it? And wow. It's probably a three or four bedroom terrace house. It's bloody gorgeous. Then there's a lovely sort of light well courtyard there, downstairs WC, and then the through lounge here. So you've got space here to sort of chill out and listen to music and read This books. is very clever. Really <gasps> lovely nice, colour. Yeah. Put the fire on and watch TV. Upstairs, they've got three bedrooms. The front is the main bedroom, and that's a super king size bed for reference. So that's really clever. Music studio. Two receptions, a garden that is over 110 feet long, and a partridge in a pear tree. There's not really a partridge. I mean, there might be. I don't think I'm allowed to say that anymore. Super. Look at this place, though. It's bloody garden, gorgeous, isn't it? Time. But if I say I see a parakeet in this garden, then you move in and you don't see a parakeet. I just need you to know that that is at no fault. At the end, they've got planters with veg and fruits. They grow raspberries, strawberries, kale. The garden's west-facing. They get lots of natural light, and there's lots of different zones. You've got a lovely chill-out zone. It's great, isn't it? So these posts are just really nice, you know, where you're just taking around houses. And I've just found myself thinking, oh, I really enjoy that. Like, there's nothing challenging you know about what's it particularly. Interesting? I don't like, want to buy a house. But it's I like that it. architectural digest. Mm. You know, you just love seeing people's houses. But she's Everybody obviously got a, a, an interest in a particular style of house. A bit of mid-century in there, a bit of 80s in there as well. Mm. You know, there's lots of terraced houses and Victorian-looking houses. And does she put, like, and it costs blah, blah, blah in the blurb? Let me have a little look. So Message me for details. Or is it just, this is a nice house? Um, so, a closer look at a home. It says where it is. Hollyhead Road, located. Yes. price guide. Price guide, freehold guide. Three bedrooms yeah oh, that's so clever and all the other bits and pieces that is a very clever marketing it's a tool great idea and she's really good at it i think yeah. that's the the thing is i think she I presents this it really starts well a whole new fad i hope so it probably already exists actually mm. you know she's probably not the only one but um but well done uh Tan, tanya baker um i really enjoy your instagram account so go and give her a follow as well if you're interested in houses and interiors because she picks some really nice ones so I accidentally came across a guy the other night. I can't remember how I came across him, but I am so glad I have. His name is Daniel Blevin. Mm-hmm. And he started, I think he started it. I'm sorry if somebody else started it and he's just promoting it, but I found Daniel Blevin first. Okay. And he's uh, promoting and supporting stand-in pride. Okay. Now... Pride I know about, mm-hmm. but I was like, what's stand-in pride? Okay. And mm-hmm. he showed a video mm-hmm. of, I mean, they're heartbreaking, some of the videos mm-hmm. that he shows. There was one in particular, in fact, that the Washington, Washington Post wrote about, where he saw a video online of a girl really sobbing because she was getting married to her girlfriend and they'd been together for quite a long time. She was super in love with her. Mm-hmm. Her the whole of her girlfriend's family were coming, literally a hundred of them, mum, dad, you know, sisters, all the family coming to support her and her wife had no one coming, no one to support her. All her family had turned their back on her because because she's gay and 
They just didn't want to know. And Stand in Pride is a movement, and it is all across America. They also have Stand in Pride Europe. Mm -hmm. So if you want to volunteer, you don't have to be gay to be a stand-in parent. Oh, okay. You can, you, anybody can do it. Yeah. Um, I showed it the other night to a friend of mine who's about to retire, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, my God, this looks amazing. Maybe I'll go do that. Because what you do is not only do you get to know the the person that mm-hmm. you're going to be a stand-in parent for before for the wedding. Yeah. You you have lots of conversations with them beforehand. You help them get all excited for the wedding. Mm-hmm. It's not about financial help. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you if you if you want to do that, you can. But it's not about that. It's about support. It's about emotional support, emotional mm. well-being. It's about feeling that space and making that person feel like they're loved and they're supported on mm. their big day. But not only that. After their day, you can still be a stand-in parent because the chances are if they're not going to come to your wedding, Mm -hmm. they're not going to come to the rest of your life, right? They're not going to want to be properly involved. Some of the videos on this guy's um, post, so his, let me just find his um, Instagram account. Okay, so on Instagram, Mm -hmm. he's called the underscore zombie underscore Dan. He's got 80,000 followers, and if you press on the link in his bio, it shows you all the places that stand in pride. So oh. it's got stand in pride the Midwest, Northeast, Southwest, West, Southeast, stand in pride merch, stand in pride Europe, Canada, Australia, Germany, stand in family for non-LGBTQ+. People. Oh really? So yeah. So if you've got regular folks getting married, if, and if your parents have disowned you, yeah, um, or you've disowned your parents, um, there are lots of articles in lots of different papers. But please go and check out this guy's page. He is um, a gay dad of two, and he is the nicest man. He's very understanding and really loving. I'm going to play you something very yeah, quickly. Please. Like, is there a program where you can like? Hi, Alex. I have been summoned. My name is Daniel, and I'm a stand-in dad. And I have a group called Stand-In Pride, where we connect members of the LGBTQ plus community with other members and allies for emotional support or to physically stand in at live events like weddings or graduations. Stand-In Pride was created to help people just like you find chosen family. We have members all over the world. More moms, dads, uncles, aunts, siblings, cousins, grandparents than you could even imagine. And they've all come together for one reason. They have extra love to give. They want to be there for you, even if it's just a text message or a FaceTime call. Holiday dinners, no matter the occasion. Through the good and the bad. And it's all free of charge. And it's not temporary. It's a lifetime relationship. Check out the links in my bio to learn more. I would definitely be a stand-in oh when I retire. Oh, my God, that is so... No, why don't we be stand-in parents? Stand-in parents, people. Just, but I don't think you could do more than one. Because if you're going to be a stand-in parent, you've really got to fucking... You've got to, like, oh, yeah, turn I'm, up. You've got to turn up for their kids. Yeah, for okay. their kids' kids. Yeah. It's a lifetime thing. It's not yeah, just yeah. a wedding. It's like, a, it's like fostering a new child. I'm a really good wedding guest. But can I... Yeah, you fucking are. I love Oh, my God, you're not weddings. wrong there. You're so good. I love going to weddings where I don't really know anybody. Yeah. And just getting to know everybody. Mm. Everybody's happy. You're really wedding. good at that. Oh, it's great. Okay, well. But you're also an amazing dad. 
Yeah, well, that's good fun. To a lot of people, and not even your kids, like to everybody. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. So, Um, that would be quite funny if we went and did that. I'd I'd love to do that. um, We need to talk about a movie together. We need to talk about a movie together? Yeah. Oh, have we seen it? Um, Mark Heyman, Uh the photographer. Oh, yeah, yeah, he sent sent me this, so we need to watch this. Directed a movie. Yeah. And I think we should all watch it yeah, together great. this week. Great. It's called Soundproof. It's mm-hmm. available now on Amazon Prime, uh-huh. um, Apple TV, and there was another one, I can't remember what it was. Um, and it is by Mark Heyman and Margaret Rogerson, now, and it has won awards. Mark is a photographer. He's like uh, one by, of the greatest photographers. And he's, he's done some of the best pictures of you I've ever, ever. seen. Ever. Um, the, that one for the fabulous magazine shoot we did. Unbelievable. In the black dresses. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Un- I know. Unbelievable. I mean, I... I've since, never looked that good. Yeah, well, since then, like, I've slightly changed the way I did your hair. Because I did your hair slightly different that day. And then he captured it properly, brilliantly. I was like, fuck. So every time we do your hair for a shoot now, I, I style it differently as a result of his work. Wow. Uh, he is bloody brilliant. So yeah. anyway, okay. there's... Um, the stars are Georgina Rich, Ellie um, Bindman... Um, Gabe Robinson. Apparently, they are all fantastic. It's got a six point eight on IMDb, right. um, and it's a uh, one hour thirty eight. Oh my god, this is the dream! It's the dream, um, but it's it's really caused quite a stir, and it's an independent movie, and it mm-hmm. deserves our support. So okay. please, Soundproof. we're going to watch it. Yeah, Let's yeah. talk about it next week. Yeah, yeah. And I would really like everybody listening to watch it. Um, and please let us know um, on Instagram what you thought and join IMDb. And if you like it, um, please rate it. If you didn't, don't. don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I've got lots of other things to talk about, but we've done 45 minutes or so. We'll probably do a few shout outs. Yes, let's do I think some shout One thing that I probably will just mention at the end is on the train on the way home tonight, I was listening to Trigonometry, those two guys who do oh, yeah. the Trigger Pod. Yeah. Uh, which is a podcast where they, I guess they discuss various uh, things around free speech, but they've interviewed Richard Dawkins this oh, week. Oh, yes. And I, I love listening to Richard Dawkins. The thing I always like about Dawkins is just how uneasy the people interviewing him get. Well, I'm not because, surprised. Yeah, no. It's quite a prickly yes, interview, but th- isn't it? Those are very seasoned interviewers, those two. They've interviewed a lot of people. Like, quite frightening people. Yeah, they're quite mm. frightening people. They're very challenging and they ask all the questions and everything. But very quickly, you can see they're just slightly out of their depth because here is a guy who knows like 50,000 times more Forensic. than you about mm. these subjects. And you want to ask deep and meaningful questions, but you think, God, all of a sudden, this you can see them thinking... All of a sudden, this question doesn't sound how it did in my head. You know, Richard Dawkins is kind of looking at them and saying, so what's the question? You know, it's like, whew. Anyway, I really enjoy Richard Dawkins. I've only listened to half of it, but if you're interested in him, and uh, I know lots and lots of people are, um, then that's a brand new interview. It only came out about three or four days ago. It's on Instagram and it's on Trigger Pod, I think, the podcast. Um, but I'm halfway through it, and it's really interesting. The, the subject comes up about... Um, about whether you would start, you know people could start to genetically choose the way their kids are um good at something or not good at something or have haemophilia or is that not have an actual thing that. well not really but the, because you can now look at the genetic code so essentially you, you can tinker with the genetic code before you, it gets planted in the womb or something well essentially he, he was saying that 
if you take IVF, for instance, what you generally do is take eight to 10 eggs, let's say, and then you mix it with the sperm and then you wait till that egg is divided or that cell is divided eight times. Then you take one of those cells, you could take one of those cells and then you could look at its genetic code. It wouldn't have any effect on the other seven cells, but they would grow into essentially a baby once they're put back into the mother and everything works out as it should. He said, you know, surely you'd, you'd, if you had the opportunity to see if the genetic code had any defaults in it, would you or wouldn't you? And it's like, he says, well, I think you would. Like, why wouldn't you? You've got to choose one of these to become a baby anyway, or all of them might become babies or whatever. But mm. generally, you only want one baby, let's say. Why wouldn't you then choose the one that doesn't have haemophilia or a propensity for cancer or something like that? So he said, you know, it seems pretty obvious to me that that's what you would do. But then the subject comes up is then, what about if you start talking about, well, I want it to have blue eyes and blonde hair and I want it yeah. to... And he said, well, well they that, that's already, a they so already that's a You can question, already yeah. choose the sex of your baby if you mm. go to America. Yeah. They know whether they're putting a male or a female. Oh, they do, do yes. they? Yes, and yeah. they can, you can choose which one you put yeah. in, which... You know that there's there's another thing that I guess if you're, it's like, when is something alive? Mm. Like people, yes, people well, would that, feel that, like that was the other question: is when is a life a life? You mm. know, and eight cells is is that a life? Mm. You know, so it's very interesting hearing a science, a, a, one of the great I guess evolutionary biologists talk about this subject, rather mm. than people who I mean, just feel thought... one way about the subject or another way about the subject. It's very thought-provoking. It really is. Because so, uh, it would make me... I think we, you and I can go off and have a big, long conversation mm. about that tonight because I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, yeah, it's super interesting. I mean, it's much easier and better when you don't know. You get, mm. you get your child and mm. you... But I guess, you know, because that, then you're asking people to make enormous lifelong decisions about somebody that... You know, I might have a gene for something, but it doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to get it. Yeah, absolutely. And he also says, you know, the result of having a particular gene means that there's other other things that you have as a result of that. So if you remove one thing, you're often removing another thing as well. He isn't in favour of this or, or no. one way or the other. He's just discussing it, by the way. So don't think that I'm scientist. saying... Yeah, he's just a scientist mm. saying, well, you know, it's not it's not for him to choose. It's the philosophical mm. questions and... That perhaps should be answered by other people, but he he just knows so much about yeah. the subjects. You know, they're just so good. Um, anyway, um, it's uh, Richard Dawkins on trigonometry, so that's my uh, last one. Um, maybe we could just do a few shout outs and then we can call it call it a night. And we're going to go watch a film, I think, aren't we? Mm, we could watch Soundproof. Oh, we could, yeah. General uh, Sharon McCann is, says, I don't know which episode or season it was, but you both recommended Vivaldi potatoes from Waitrose. I decided to buy some Vivaldi seed potatoes and grew them at my Oh, apartment. my God, I love this. Just wanted you to both know that this is my first batch. Oh, and they were Sharon. delicious, boiled with butter and on their own in the air fryer. Oh, Go Vivaldi God. potatoes. Thank you for the pod. I couldn't live without it. Sharon, Sharon McCann. Not only has she got Vivaldi, she's got a blooming air fryer. Yeah. Um... You are not the first person to have bought Vivaldi seed potatoes and grown their own after that podcast. We've got to do this, Michael. So we um, we talked about this probably th- two years ago. Yeah, we need to do this. So thanks, Sharon. You've resurrected um, an old favourite of Sharon, ours. Sharon, she must be feeling great about life <laughs> yeah, right <good>. now, right? <laughs> great. Caroline McNamara is active now. Mm. That's quite exciting. Oh, yeah, great. So she just watched Wham!, um, my mates bunked off school to be in the wake me up before you go go video. Great memories. Yeah. Um, wow. wow. I mean, everybody's recommending that. Sarah, my best friend, called me today to say, "Have you watched it?" I was like, "We've just talked about it." 
Hi Davina, hi Michael, this is from Louisa2669. Still here and still loving the podcast. I've found so many things that have been recommended. I just adore the finds. I'm probably a bit late to the party uh, with this one, but Last Woman on Earth with Sarah Pascoe. Ah yeah, she's great, isn't she? Available on the BBC iPlayer. This is a much watch. She travels to different countries to learn how the world's endangered jobs how to do the world's endangered jobs. There's going to be jobs that are disappearing. Mm. Obviously puts an entertaining spin on it. Just mm. love her humour. She's great. And that is called Last Woman on Earth on the BBC iPlayer. Sounds Thank good. You, Louisa. Um, okay, this is from Sharon Twyman. Loved the spuddos I ordered on your recommendation. <sighs> great. Donna kebab flavour I ordered. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to say my box of crisps arrived and the bag of crisps was torn and all the crisps were all emptied into the box. I contacted the company. They immediately replied and sent me another box the next day. What fantastic customer service. Thanks for the recommendation and I love your podcast. You both have such a lovely relationship and I know it's okay. And um, I'm late to the party, but have you watched Wentworth? Yes. Um, if not, oh my God, it's amazing. Keep posting, keep podcasting all your amazing tips. Um, much love to you both. Yeah, oh, I know it's old uh, and and she's late to the party. I mean, Wentworth is quite old. It is the guy from Prisoner. The, the, Prisoner uh, Subway Prisoner, No, pr- um, there were two guys. What was, what was it called? Prisoner of... It's a prisoner, prisoner, I can't remember what. But anyway, Wentworth was the next thing that he did. And um, it is really good. I watched it years ago. And thanks so much for telling us about the customer care with um, Spuddos because we really like to hear that the companies that we recommend are good to you guys. So uh, so that's really good. Thanks, Sharon. Uh, this is from Mind Body Therapies. Uh, Mind Body underscore therapies. I'm not quite sure uh, what your name is there, but you look, you've got a very happy profile picture. Uh, hi, I'd like to make a recommendation if that's okay. I live in Scotland, so would like to recommend the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. It's an absolute riot with such an amazing choice of free, cheap shows and incredible amount of variety. Oh, Can't wait great. to go this year as a cheeky add-on. I would like to recommend um, uh, for one night only show by Living Proof, uh, a brilliant organisation that provides stories of hope and recovery for support of chronic pain and chronic fatigue. I mean, thank you for that. I know a Quite a few people that have got chronic mm. pain at the moment. And, and chronic fatigue. Because oh, I think the two yeah. often go hand in hand, don't they? It's exhausting being in pain yeah. all the time. Um, but uh, your recommendation, the Edinburgh Fringe, is 100% mm. brilliant. Because I've been five times to the Fringe. It is fucking ace. Mm. Have you been? I know you go no. to the TV festival. No, never. Oh, I really want to go. Such good fun. I'm desperate to there go. There's so much to go and see. You basically just mm. walk around, pick a show, and go mm. and see it. It's absolutely fantastic. Can uh, I just read throughout one more? August, I think. Yeah, of course you can. Kathy Crane sent me sent us me mm-hmm. us a very sweet message that said, "Love the latest podcast. I seem to be crying a lot mm-hmm. lately." Because um, you know you had a little moment last I week, did, yeah, yeah. I think and we both did. Um, she said, "I seem to be crying a lot lately since my daughter gave me this beautiful little granddaughter. Aww. I lost my third child at one week old, and my mum when I was twenty-three. Oh, so she lost her third child at one week old, and her mum when she was twenty-three. Blimey. That's very young, isn't it? But I'm so full of happiness now through my children, but still brings out so many emotions growing." with my children but that picture of that baby is really sweet 
It's remarkable what you carry around oh. with you, isn't it, in your life? Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that um, that I noticed in the Arnold documentary, I had a little cry towards the end of that, was was he was carrying a huge life around on his shoulders, you know. Mm. And um, failures and shame and embarrassment and successes of an epic scale, huge responsibility, of course, you know. And you th- you saw somebody c- kind of coming to the end of their life, but mm. c- carrying all of it, you know. Mm. And I think that's probably a good example that something happens to you when you're quite a young age, but you carry it forever. Mm. And there's loads of funny little things that trigger the past. And I guess it's just a way of keeping hold of all of it, you know. Mm. Um, but it's really interesting. I watched an amazing film last night I'm going to talk about next week that gave me a little weep at the end mm. that's probably got some connection oh, to that as well. that's a great film. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. talk about that yeah. for sure. Um, so that was Cathy Crane. Thanks, Cathy. It was a great message. That, that. picture. <laughs> Just seeing a baby. It's like Cathy, Christ. will you let us know? Can we post that picture, please? Yeah, yeah, on we our, could do On that, our page, yeah. I want to show everybody um, your beautiful granddaughter. Um, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Um, thank you, Michael. Episode, just for context, it's what, Monday night? Monday night. Monday night, folks. So. Just in case anything massive happens before Friday and yeah. we haven't spoken about it. I can't believe they didn't bring that up. <laughs> We've been travelling through time, that's why. <laughs> um, see you later, folks. Bye. Bye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.